0: live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri. This is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. All right, friends, here we are uh, back again. I wanted to talk about, I, I got a couple questions for you and I need, I need some help. All right. Because, uh, it's, it's something I've been, uh, something I've been, I guess, wrestling with here lately. And well, first of all, I've been having nothing but trouble with my, my equipment. My God, it just drives you nuts. Sometimes yeah, you come down here, you think you're going to do something and then you spend the next 45 minutes trying to fix something that you thought was fixed the day before. You know what I mean? I mean, I know everybody's had that issue with something in their life, and boy, did I have it today! And I've had it yesterday and the day before. And it's like, what am I doing wrong? This thing was just working like clockwork for a while. I'll tell you what happened, honestly. I think it was because there was an update on my uh, system, and you—if you you know what I'm talking about—and you—you probably do. It was an update, and uh, my God, things went south real quick on that because it just my computer it. Much as it is, and it's very good at what it does. But if you do updates, it goes batshit. It just loses its mind, you know. And it comes back. It acts like it's a little kid, you know. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you you, you got to teach it all over again because it it just I don't know. Anyway, what I wanted to to get with you today on and discuss was uh, racism. Okay, and and I know I know I I I agree one hundred percent. I as soon as I I said that word I could just visualize in my mind the people that are listening to this are going oh god rolling your eyes oh my god he's going to talk about this what's going on here cuz he lost his mind well you're going I'm coming at it from a little bit different perspective than you might expect but racism itself first of all I don't even know how to define it okay I really don't. And at the end of the day, if you really want to make something irrelevant, you know, at the end of the day, when, when everything's said and done, if you want to make something irrelevant, what do you do? What do you do? What you overuse it? For instance, let me give you an example. And this is probably not the best example, but you're, you've got a little kid. Uh, it could be your, your son, your daughter, whatever. Think back when you had them uh, or you've been around little children and they they say something that's funny, right? They, they'll they say something that's funny, and everybody laughs, everybody laughs, and it, it for a split second, it is hilarious. Kids will say the darndest things, but then what's a kid do? What's a kid do? Inevitably, what do they do? They do it again. They think, well, it was funny once, it ought to be funny again, right? Well, the second time, it's still funny, but not quite as funny. And then they'll do it a third time and a fourth time and a fifth time. And they just keep beating it into the ground until it's just, okay, I've had enough. It was funny once, but not anymore, right? And, 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 you, and kids don't know that, of course. They just think, hey, all the adults laughed. I'm going to do it again. Same thing with this kind of stuff. Racism, okay, or racist. It just, it gets so old. You want to make something irrelevant, just repeat it over and over again. Use it. Uh, uh, uh aggressively and abuse the word, and that will become irrelevant as quickly if you overuse something i mean believe me racism, racism or race racist whatever is the granddaddy of them all okay but they have def- they have used it so much, and I mean they have used it in every situation possible from everything from um you know who's who's allowed to go into a uh a, a restaurant who's given preferential treatment to I think Buddha Giggity Giggity now is using it. He's saying that a highway's are racist. I, I mean, it's gotten to the point now where I, I my my mind turns off when you use that word. And that's terrible, that's terrible. Is there racism in the world? Of course there is. Is it as bad as, these, as people want you to believe it is? Absolutely not. What they have actually done, done it, in uh, uh, indirectly. And, and I don't think on purpose. What they've done is they've made people more racist now than they were before this. I really do. I really do. At the end of the day, I think there are more people who just go, oh, geez. Yeah, it, you, you don't want to hear it. So is, is that a form of racism? If you ask the average black politician right now, they would say, absolutely. The fact that I don't find it as important as it as it once was or once you thought it should be, I, that's racism, okay? I, I, I tell you, it's funny. It's gotten so bad that my grandson, uh, he, he uses it all the time. I, I'll tell him and say, hey, hey, get down here, I need you to bring your dishes downstairs. Bring your dishes down, we need to wash the dishes. He'll say that's racist. Yeah, you know, and it is, it's funny because, and he's always smiling when he does it. He just does it just to, just to make a point. You know, it's racist and we don't, you know, and, and it cracks me up. It really does. And he's, he's a mixed kid. He's got, he's got, he's black and white. I mean, it's, it's not that it means anything to me. He's a good kid. That's all I know. But I mean, every time something comes up, he will say, well, that's racist. Yeah, because, and I think the point is true, that if you use it enough, then everything can be considered that. And that's not the way it's supposed to work. It's really not. And what's funny is most of these people that are using the word racism, racist, they're, they're using it wrong. They, I guarantee you, if you go to MSNBC or uh, oh, CNN, uh, any of the other uh, liberal leaning sites, uh, mainstream media, a lot of times when they use the word, they're not even using it correctly. They really don't. It's, it's, it's become an expression. It's, it's, it's overkill. They've, 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 they've beat that word to death and now it means absolutely nothing. It's irrelevant, it really is. Because what does race mean? What, what does race mean at the end of the day? What does that mean? Does it mean, it, is it strictly based on the color of your skin? Or, because I, I tell you what, I've seen, I've seen interviews, I've seen interviews with American, African Africans who are, who are from Africa, who were born there. And are visiting you know being interviewed or whatever in the United States and believe me they have nothing good to say about african americans okay so is that racist the, these people literally do not want to hear this from America, african american they don't they don't want to hear the belly aching they don't they have they say in essence i i i can't remember the the interviews i've seen several of them uh, people in you know just randomly uh uh, interviewed by by journalists, and and they'll ask him, "What do you think about the uh, uh, this this racist way of looking at you know the racism in America?" They say there is any. They, they say they say you want to see racism come to Africa? We've got it, and they're all black there. So what does it actually mean at the end of the day? Is it based strictly on the color of your skin, or your ethnicity, or uh, what is it? What is it? I, I'm not sure most people would even know. All they know is. If I'm treated a, a a way that doesn't suit me, then it must be it must be racism. And and, and as far as the white guy's concerned, you can you can do anything to them, and there's never any racism in that. You can call them a cracker. You can say that uh, white oh white man. They can use the word white constantly. Not a problem at all. You can abuse us. You can you you can you can say that we're we're worthless. That we're or what's wrong with the world today? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We are completely out of this. The only thing you can be everyone can have racism against them except the white guy. Except white people. That doesn't it doesn't happen. That's absolutely impossible. That's ridiculous. Of course it is. Some of the most racist people I've ever seen and when you talk about racism, if you want to talk about that, are black people I, I, against Mexicans. Have you seen how badly they hate each other? Oh my god. It's unbelievable to listen to these people talk. I've, I've, seen, I've seen confrontations before with places that I've worked between a Latino and an African-American. They do not like each other. But we can't say it's racist. We can't. No, 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 no. Black person can't be racist. How that works, I do not know. But again, at the end of the day, and, and I apologize for this because I, I knew as soon as I brought it up, I thought there's going to be this collective rolling of the eyes. It's like, oh, God. Well, folks, right there tells you all you need to know. We as a community and we as a country are sick of hearing about this. Sick of it. We really are. I know I am. I'm tired of hearing that every time I turn around something that I've said or done or something that the, uh, the, the country has done is racist. It, it, it's sick. It really is. It's, it's getting to the point now where you're creating more racism, more um, people who are not tolerant of other people. Because you get tired of hearing it. And, and I know I'm one of them. I'm tired of hearing about it. I really am. And and that kind of segues into the next thing I want to talk about. Uh, you know, I don't know if you're aware of this, but this this NBA player, her name is Brittany Greiner, I believe it is. She plays for the Phoenix Mercury in the WNBA. And I don't know if you're aware of this or not. but uh, And this this has to do with the racism. You'll see my you'll see my connection here. She she is right now in a Russian gulag, a prison in in Russia, and I don't know if you're aware of this or not. So I'll I'll bring you up to date on. She's twenty nine years old. Uh, she's a six foot nine basketball player. Uh, I believe she played in college. Uh, I'm not sure where though. Uh, she was the. Uh, well, let's see. She's Grinder was a six time WNBA All Star and a 2019 runner up for MVP. And uh, honestly, I don't know if you've ever watched WNBA. It's not really good, and it's it's mainly it it mainly came into existence because the NBA is subsidizing it. Is all it is. It's it's a it's they're basically just saying, okay, we got the the NBA, we'll we'll make we'll we'll make this this gesture to the women of the world, and we'll we'll uh, start this this uh, WNBA. That way, that way they, they, they can have a, 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 a league of their own, right? I, it really, the, the talent is horrible. It, it really is. I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're an MVP in the uh, WNBA, you may be a little bit better than the other ones, but I've seen some of this on TV, which absolutely no one watches. There's very few people in the stands. Uh, I think when they had the WNBA championship uh, last year, I think the I think Chicago won it, if I'm not mistaken, and they had their their victory parade and all that. Nobody showed up. There was nobody there. This is this is this is kind of a joke, as far as I'm concerned. You know, uh, she's 29 years old, and what she do? She decides to go play in Russia last year. Okay, after the WNBA season was over, she was going to go play in Russia, I guess, for extra money. I'm not sure what the reasoning was, maybe to stay in shape. I, I really don't know. But she thought there would be a good idea to take uh, cannabis in, in vape farm into Russia, okay Which is absolutely against the law. They, they will not tolerate that. They, uh, Russians are not big on that. There's laws against it. And she thought it was a good idea to do that. And I, I don't. I, it's hard for me to be. Uh, it's hard for me to be sympathetic to this woman. Yeah, she's. Uh, let's see here. It says, the latest is I'm. Uh, this is a quote by her. It says I'm terrified I might be here forever. WNBA star Brittany Griner writes a letter to Joe Biden asking him to do all you can to bring her home and other American prisoners from Russia. Okay. Now. Yeah, you know, she's she's a lesbian. Uh, she's 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 got a wife. And I, I tell you, I'm having a little hard time being sympathetic to her because she she feels this is I I read this the other day. She feels that her constitutional rights should apply in Russia. <laughs> you literally can't make this shit up. She I don't know where she got her civics uh instructions or are uh where she went to class to study civics at all, but that doesn't work that way. You broke the law in another country, bad idea, especially one that we're, I guess, through a proxy, we're kind of at war at with right now. And I mean, you know, if you're, if you're looking for any help from uh, from uh, Joe Biden, good luck with that. Cause I mean, this guy doesn't know what plan is he on half the time. Now what's going on right now, There's, they're starting a, uh, a uh, crusade, I guess, to bring back a Griner, you know, free, free Britney Griner. Yeah, well, I I don't know what to tell you. You went over there, you broke the law, and now you're gonna have to pay the price. And what's funny is this gal is not even. She's not the most patriotic person in the world. She's one of the um, I think two or three that would not stay out on the court when the national anthem was played. Okay, she's big. She's uh, her 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 wife is an, uh, an outspoken. Um a critic of the uh, I guess of America in general. she's I, she was they were they said that she should have the same constitutional rights she does in in uh, the United States, which I think is hilarious because they're both both him, her, and her wife talk about the Constitution. they say that it's it's uh, uh, it's 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 old it's it's anti- antiquated that kind of thing. I really have no sympathy for you, hon. I really don't. I don't know about the rest of you. I don't. I couldn't care less whether or not you you rot in prison. I really don't. You badmouthed the Constitution from the get go. You've done. You've gone out of your way to disrespect the flag, disrespect the uh, national anthem, to turn your back on America. And now all of a sudden you want our help. I th- I find that amazing. I find the hypocrisy is deafening here. Okay, you need to. You went into another country thinking you're better than everyone else. That's exactly what you did. You said to yourself, look. I'm above this, I can do whatever I want. I have this I have this, uh, 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 this. feeling of impotence. I can go in and do whatever I want and no one's going to say anything. Well, I tell you what, hon, the world doesn't work that way. In the United States, you would have some leeway here. You would probably get off with a slap on the wrist. But the Russians right now are in a position where they really are not gonna take any shit off America. So as far as you being traded for the, um, I guess the political prisoner, in the United States, it's being held by uh, the United States, the Russian, uh, I get these, He was an arms dealer. I believe he's, he's referred to as the Merchant of Death. And uh, I, I can't remember what his name is. Uh, let me see if I can find it right quick. The Merchant of Death. Uh, <laughs> yeah, here it is. Russian news media have repeatedly raised speculations that she could be swapped for Russian arms trader, Viktor Bout, okay, nicknamed the Merchant of Death who is serving a 25-year sentence on conviction of conspiracy to kill U.S. citizens and providing aid to a terrorist organization. So they're thinking that the, the United States, who is technically, well, not it really isn't a war with Russia, but indirectly they are through a proxy. They're, they're, and I think of the things that Biden said about uh, uh, Putin. Come on. You've called him a terrorist. You've called him a crazy man. You've called him uh, evil. You know. You, you he's, go down the list. Biden has gone out of his way to insult uh, Putin. And he says that he's, he's invaded a country uh, illegally, which he has. But at the end of the day, what, what does this woman want? I find it amazing that these people who badmouth the United States and, and say how horrible we are, suddenly are just, oh my God, we just love America. And what'd she say? I don't mean that in any disrespect to our country. Now, this was her responding to the fact that she would not uh, be in the, uh, on the court for the playing of the national anthem. She says, I don't mean that in any disrespect to our country. Oh, really? You don't mean that in any disrespect to our country? Well, how else would I take that? How else would I take that? Right? Am I wrong on that? And she goes on to say, My dad was in Vietnam and a law officer for 30 years. I wanted to be a cop before basketball. I do have pride for my country. Really, well, you got a funny way of showing it there, honey. And I tell you what, you've probably, you've probably screwed up royally this time. And I don't, I don't know that you're gonna get any help. Uh, Biden's been ignoring it. Now, I think today, um, Harris and Biden both said, hey, we're working on it. But yeah, right. Uh, They're they, they working on inflation too, right? And the Southern border and the supply chain and inflation and the cost of gas at the pumps. They're working on all that. They're really busy. I will give them that because if you're working on all this stuff, you must be up all night doing this. And we know Biden's not. So I, I can honestly say, if, if Donald Trump was in office right now, this would not have happened. And, and this Brittany, she's got no problem saying that she voted for Biden. Yeah, no problem whatsoever. trying to to kiss his ass. So maybe he'll do something about this. I don't know what you're going to do. You're looking at 10 years in a prison in Russia for bringing in contraband into into Russia that you knew you couldn't have, that you knew was illegal. But unfortunately, you think you're better than everybody else because you play in the WNBA. (laughs) What a joke. Anyway, I I don't want to go on and on about it because I could. This kind of stuff infuriates me. This kind of self-righteous attitude these people have, sports people especially, and black sports people. I mean, it just goes off the chart. Now, see, the the very fact that, that they keep using this word racism pisses me off, and I think it pisses off a lot of people out there. Yeah, you may not be able to say it out loud because you feel like you're you're going to be uh, uh, labeled a racist. I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. If me, if 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 me uh, expressing my opinions on something and telling you me, telling you what really irritates me is considered racism. Well, then so be it because she could just as easily be white. And I would feel the same way. If there was a, if there was an NBA player who went over to the, to Russia to play a white guy, uh, I mean, as white as they come say, say he's English descent, right? He goes over, tries to, uh, tries to, uh, smuggle drugs into the, um, into Russia and he gets arrested, I don't really care. I really don't. You made your bed and you need to lay in it. That's the way I look at it. And I tell you what, if you look at some of the comments on these, these uh, articles about this, uh, you would be amazed. There, no one is on this gal's side, no one. I mean, for instance, uh, let's see, let's start up here. Uh, this was just a day ago. Uh, this guy from St. Paul, Minnesota says, Stay there. You wanted it. You deserve it. Quit complaining. Another one says, so the U.S. isn't as so bad after all. Uh, this one says, Biden is too far gone to realize what's going on. Uh, one says, bet the national anthem doesn't look too bad right now. Uh, she looks like she's doing fine. Keep her there forever. She talks a big game about freedom, blah, blah, blah. But I seem to remember her refusing to walk onto the court while the national anthem was played. Now she's learning a hard lesson about what real oppression is. And I, I agree with that 100%. I do. People think that somehow or other, we're so bad over here in the United States, they have no idea the way it works in other countries. They, they just don't. It, 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 it really infuriates me. And if that makes me a racist, then so be it. Because I just, I get tired of this hypocrisy right in front of your face. It really is. It really does make me angry. That someone could go to these links with this high act, this this narcissism, thinking that they're better, that they're they're better than everyone, that they're beyond the, these kind of rules, and then go into another country and find out, you know, that maybe maybe you should have been a little more careful with with what you said and how you handled yourself, and now you're going to pay the price. And I really, really do not care. So this girl can sit in that. I think she's on trial right now. I think the trial starts up again tomorrow. Um, But I think they got her dead to rights. And I tell you what, in Russia, they've got a conviction rate of about 95% on something similar to this. So my guess is she's going to be sentenced unless something really strange happens. So anyway, that's all I got today. Sorry, I had to go ranting on that, but it really irritated me. And uh, let's see here. Yeah, my computer is still working. It's amazing. It's still working correctly. I'm I'm thrilled to death. But anyway, I I wanted to thank you for listening. And uh, you guys have a good day. I'll I'll be right back with the news. Okay? We got some stuff to talk about. This is the Average Joe Podcast. Average Joe Podcast. All right, I'm back. And first uh, order of business today is I wanted to discuss this because this is interesting. Uh, Hunter Biden's laptop apparently is legit, okay? It's been certified, it's been looked at, it's been looked at by experts who say it hasn't been tampered with or anything like that. So the uh, White House is refusing to acknowledge it at all, okay? Jean-Pierre was asked about it today and she refused to answer any questions about the laptop. Even though even though there's actually a copy, a recording of a phone call on December 12th, 2018 between Joe Biden. And his son. It was a voicemail that Joe left, which (laughs) I tell you, Joe. If anything, Joe's an idiot. Okay, why would you leave a voicemail with this on it? And it was talking about some kind of a article in that was going to come out in the uh, in New York Times the next day. And Joe tells him, he says, "I think you're in the clear." Okay, so in other words, we dodged another bullet because you're a criminal, and I think we're in the clear. Yeah, and they. The the White House will absolutely not uh, talk about this at all. She absolutely will not talk about it, and I think the press should stay on her. I mean, and and they need to have their feet put to the fire. They really do. Ah, uh, let's see. Number two, Vice President Harris had another word salad, uh, a serious word salad uh, event in Chicago. What'd she say? She says. She was, talking about, she was talking about the shooting that took place in Highland Park over the weekend. And she was talking to a group, um, I guess it was on July 5th, he was over there. Yeah, it would have been yesterday. And uh, she said, and I quote, and, and you gotta listen to this. And if you haven't seen it, it, I, it was amazing. It says, we've got to take this stuff seriously, as seriously as you are, because you have been forced to take this seriously. <laughs> This woman is beyond stupid. She really is. God, I swear, I, I don't know that it'd be a good thing if, uh, if Joe did bow out, because we'd have this nitwit in charge. I, I don't know what we're going to do with her. She was mocked mercilessly on Twitter. I mean, people were writing things like, okay, I give up. There are some jobs where you shouldn't be allowed to drink on the clock. <laughs> this was a screenwriter, screenwriter Josh Olson, uh, uh, put on Twitter. Another one said, uh, seriously, VP doesn't know how to speak. Uh, what's this other guy say? Okay. She did not always sound this incoherent when put on the spot, right? Says, am I misremembering? It's getting weird. And it really is. She is amazingly bad at this. She really is. I, I don't know how she got, well, I do know how she got to the, where she's at today, but uh, why do you let her out? I, I, I mean, why would you do that? Yeah. It, it, it It's unbelievable. The woman is is truly in over her head and being a public speaker is not one of her fortes, put it that way. Uh, number three, and, and again, this particular story goes under the category of, if you can't get the little shit right, how am I expecting you to get the big shit right, okay? Now, this White House press aide, okay, this is somebody that works with the press and is a White House aide. They accidentally forwarded an email to the press corps, the entire press corps, criticizing the Daily Beast reporter. <laughs> what else have they done by mistake? This is ridiculous. She she badmouthed this guy and she sent it to all the press. She was trying to send it to a friend of hers and she ended up sending it to the entire press. So now they're going to feel that the press is on, you know, is looking at, is is critiquing everything they say and is going to badmouth them. You can't do that. You want, a, you don't want an adversarial, well, you, the press and the White House should have adversarial uh, relationships. But I mean, I don't think you should make fun of them. I mean, come on, come on. Joe's, Joe's, a, Joe's a decrepit old uh, uh, cadaver, for God's sake. If they wanted, if the press had any balls, which, by the way, the press is like 12 to one Democrat. So even the people who are in the Democratic side are beginning to have enough of these people. They really are. Yeah. And it's getting so bad that even farmer, a former Carter advisor, okay, he, he was speaking to the New York Times, and he, he said that Biden's doing inflation wrong. Now, i tell you what, the irony there can't be overlooked either because the Carter administration did horrible on, on inflation. They, they, they were some of the worst when it came to that. But the fact that they're even saying, hey, you guys are not doing the right thing here we i mean look back at what we did we didn't even do it this this bad yeah you know? so when the, when a democratic president uh loses the new york times and the jimmy carter economic advisor you got some real problems you really do something's not going right when when that when that when that's brought the, you know to the front oh uh, let's see number five uh this is going to kill you I don't know if you've heard this or not, but it's just gonna make you, oof. it made me so angry I couldn't, I couldn't hardly stand it. This is oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, okay? Now, the Strategic, oil, uh, the strategic Petroleum Reserve was uh, put into operation in 1978, okay? And the whole idea is that if we do have a national emergency, I mean, a real national emergency. I'm not talking about Ukraine being invaded by the Russians, which is what Biden wants you to think. No, I'm talking about a real one, like an earthquake or a uh, a tsunami or or something. When when something like that happens, they wanted to be able to tap uh, a large quantity of oil and keep the country running, especially the military and, and, and that kind of thing. So in order to keep the price of oil down, Joe has been tapping into this thing and putting it out on the market, you would have thought domestically, right? You would have thought he's going to take this this oil, send it to our refineries, so that the price of oil will come down in the United States. No, 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 no. He's sending it overseas. He sold it to overseas places in Europe, and Russia, or Asia. Do you believe that? Right now, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve is at the lowest point since 1986, and I, I tell you. The suicidal uh, energy policy is is just going to be the death of us here in the United States. But he's taking he's taking oil that we have brought that we have brought out of the ground domestically and put back into the the strategic petroleum reserve. He took it out and he sold it overseas. That that's inexcusable. I, I would think that would be treasonous. I really do. I really do. Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, another story here that you may have not seen. The last surviving Band of Brothers member, uh, his name was Bradford Freeman. He's dead at 97. Now, this was a guy, I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, the miniseries Band of Brothers, but if you haven't, I recommend that you do. It's probably one of the best uh, uh, depictions of World War II that I've ever seen, other than Saving Private Ryan. Now, mind you, uh, Tom Hanks had something to do with both of these, and I'm not a big Tom Hanks fan, but I will give you, I will give him this, he can make movies, and they are very realistic, and they portrayed uh, Easy Company, uh, a part of the 151st Airborne that, that uh, parachuted behind the enemy lines during D-Day, and were over there basically for every single battle that took place until um, uh, Hitler... Uh, or until Germany surrendered, so it's really good. And uh, the last guy died uh, yesterday or over the weekend at ninety-seven. <laughs> and I tell you, when when you talk about the the uh, greatest generation, uh, they are de- truly in our rearview mirrors because that kind of that kind of bravery and that kind of behavior uh, just doesn't exist anymore. It, it really doesn't. Ah, uh, let's see. Oh, number seven. This is an interesting one. The Georgia Guidestone Monument. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it is a uh, granite. Uh, I guess it's. It looks kind of like Stonehenge, and it was put there mysteriously. It was in Elberton, Georgia. It's a 119-ton granite um, monument, basically, and it's it it's really engraved. It's got an engraved message on it. It's in 12 languages. Um, and what it, what it depicts is, it, it's depopulation is what they talk about. They, they want humanity at 500 million uh, worldwide. And it, it, they basically go along in, in 12 different languages. They tell you how to get there. And it's, it, nothing's good about this. And they don't know who did this. It just popped up there. Someone came in. They're not sure who it was. Um, they, uh, they contracted someone to do this. And then they left. And no one knows who it was. They think it was Ted Turner from uh, CNN. and uh, uh, it, it, it it's it's it talks about world government and deep depopulation. It's really kind of eerie. but nonetheless, what happened the other day? Someone blew up one of the granite posts it sticks up and <laughs> destroyed a fourth of it, which I thought was kind of funny myself. Uh, again, I, I'm no fan of uh, of uh, Ted Turner or any of these people that you know talk about depopulation but have sick kids, and he's one of them. He, he's a nuisance. I can't, I've never been able to, I've never liked him. But you're talking about the elite here. They're telling you how to live and they'll do whatever they want, just like this WNBA player. She, she wants to tell you how to live, but she'll do whatever she wants. So the laws don't apply to them. So uh, somebody took it upon themselves to blow that thing up, with, I guess with uh, with dynamite, I'm not sure. They just said there was a huge explosion in the middle of the night. And when they went down there, one of the posts, there's four of them. And I mean, apparently it was gone. So interesting stuff. Uh, Let's see, number eight. Speaking of the elite, Gavin Newsom, the governor of uh, California, uh, his aide is attacking California Reporter for scooping the governor's vacation to Montana. And this uh, aide calls it gotcha journalism, okay? What they found out was now, mind you, uh, the uh California is under a uh they've they've passed uh legis I think if it's legislation or an executive order that says no state travel can be funded to about twelve states because of their conservative policies. Okay, that includes, you know, abortion and and uh how they how they uh acted during the COVID uh lockdowns and that kind of thing. So California says no state-funded travel, it, it's a ban to these conservative uh, states. I think it's 12 of them. Well, guess where Gavin Newsom's going to, Going on vacation with his family? He's going to Montana, which is one of them on the list. And this, and this reporter found out. Now, uh, the, uh, you know, the administration, uh, Gavin's administration, they're, they're backpedaling. They're trying to figure out. They're saying, oh, no, no, he's not paying. He's paying for it. He's, he's going to Montana, and he's, he's going to pay for it the state's not going to pay for it. Well, I got news for you, folks. He has to have security, okay? He's the governor of a state. He has to have security. That's required, and believe me, he's not paying for that. So they're going to go with him to the state of Montana, and he's going to vacation, and the uh, state of California is going to pay for it. Say what you want. I mean, it's 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 hypocrisy, just like it always is. These elite think they can do anything they want, and you can't. Okay, another perfect example of it. Ah, uh, okay, number. Oh yeah, here we go. Uh, Joe Rogan uh, says he's turned down multiple offers to have Trump on his podcast, and Joe says I don't want to help him. Okay, now Joe here recently has more or less endorsed Ron DeSantis from California. <laughs> he uh, he said that he would like to see him run for president in twenty twenty four, which is fine. I have no problem with that, but you know Joe Rogan again I'm doing something similar to what he does and and he's got 11 million listeners and uh, Joe's, I don't listen to Joe Rogan I've listened to one or two of his his shows uh one of the most popular was one with uh, Alex Jones where they got they got drunk together and they were on there for 2 hours it was very interesting and it's still to this day one of the most widely uh viewed or listened to podcasts in America in, in history okay and it's been it's been banned by Google uh, YouTube won't carry it. it it it's funny because Alex Jones was on there and and Joe I you know Joe Brogan's okay he he seems like a nice enough guy but I tell you what you're making a really serious business mistake here he says he doesn't want to help uh, Donald Trump and I don't understand why you would do that I mean if if you had Donald Trump on your on your show it would probably go down in history as probably one of the most widely uh, downloaded or listened to podcasts in history. But you're not gonna do that. I, I tell you, I lost a lot of respect for Joe over this. And uh, I, I hate that. But you, you, you're, you're not making any sense. You have other people on there. You have some of the craziest people I've ever seen on, on your show. And why wouldn't you wanna have Joe, uh, you are doing right now, Joe is doing right now what Twitter does and what uh, Facebook does and what Spotify was trying to do to him, you're, you're, you're doing the exact same thing. And I, and I think that's wrong, Joe, I really do. I think, I think you're an idiot for that, I really do. And I know you've made millions of dollars and whatever. You know, I, I, What you do is not really that hard, in my opinion. He's a smart guy, there's no doubt about it, but he's got a whole staff behind him, uh, helping him out. So I don't know what he was thinking when he said this. And, and on top of that, You, you endorsed, (laughs) you endorsed Bernie Sanders in 2019, Bernie Sanders, come on, Joe, are you kidding me, Bernie Sanders? Of all the people you could have endorsed, all the people, or you could have not, you may have not even endorsed anyone, but the person you thought that would run the country better is a socialist, a democratic socialist, Uh, they like that, they throw that in there. But Joe, Joe, come on now, come on now. Are you kidding me? What, you don't know? What is this in your politics? What, are, are you a moron? What is this? Joe Rogan en- endorsed in 2019 Bernie Sanders. You think, ba- you think things are bad now under Biden? That, because I, I tell you right, one of my philosophies in life is when you think it couldn't be any worse, it always could be, okay? That's one of the things I live by. Don't ever say it couldn't be any worse because believe me, it could be. Joe Joe Rogan, if, if Bernie Sanders was in the presidency right now, was in the White House, believe me, it would be worse now than it is today, okay? There's no way that Bernie Sanders would know how to deal with China, to deal with Russia, to deal with any of this stuff. You're an idiot, Rogan, what the hell are you thinking? I've never heard of anything, I, this is stupid. Stupid! It, I, I can't believe you're this dumb. You're doing exactly what 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 they were trying to do to you. You're you're taking someone off a platform. You, you're not even willing to listen to him. You're not even willing to talk to him. Take him on, fight with him. You know, uh uh uh, uh have a have a have a debate on there. But you're saying you don't want to help him. I, I I lost all respect for Joe Rogan when he said that. I really did. I couldn't believe that. I really couldn't believe that. Ah, uh, let's see. Moving on and to the last story, because I'm about to run out of time here, sorry about that, I've, I've run long again. Um, State Senator Tiara Mack of Rhode Island, I don't know if you've seen this, but there's a video, a TikTok of her. She's standing, she's in a bikini, and she's standing on her head, twerking. And believe me, I I know what twerking is, I, they made that, that, that word up, uh, I think, Miley Cyrus is the one that started I'm not 100% sure. But anyway, she's twerking on the beach and she's trying to, it's a campaign ad is what it is. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. First of all, first of all, you're a large black woman, okay? In a bikini, a thong bikini, not a good look, okay? Not a good look at all. So I don't know who told you that was a good idea, but you need to fire them immediately. Okay, now, now she's, she sponsored a bill uh, just lately that was aimed at uh, teaching about sexual pleasure to children. Okay, and she said that, uh, Max said c- she called out the conservative reaction to her stunt as unhinged. No, 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 no. They were, uh, they, they, they were disgusted by your display. And unhinged, I don't think that 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 uh, uh, I don't think that actually describes it the way it is because I saw the video, honey. You shouldn't have done that. You do not have the body for a bikini, especially a thong bikini, two piece. Come on, you're at least sixty, seventy, eighty pounds overweight, lady. Come on, and, and, and you're twerking. You're sit, you're upside down, showing your ass to the camera. I and I'm the unhinged one. Oh, please. Anyway, I don't know, the world's going crazy. It really is, I, 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 I don't know. I even know how to explain it anymore when you can do that and then she acts like she's a victim. And then we go back to the racism thing because she actually used that in her, in her defense. She said that, that uh, if you didn't agree with that, then you basically are racist. And so I rest my case, that, that's how it works, that's our default go-to line when, when we do something stupid or things don't go our way. The black community uses racism every single time. It, they really do. They really do. And I, I'm getting tired of not saying it out loud because that's true. That's exactly what they're doing. And believe me, I'm just, I'm not the only one that was rolling their eyes when I brought it up in, earlier in the show. I, I know that. I know that. And and people may say that I'm a racist. Fine. You 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 say whatever you want, but at the end of the day, they're they're using it and they're wearing that that whole uh, that whole uh, word out. So. And it's really, it's not accomplishing anything. You just showed your ass literally on TV. This woman literally showed her ass. (laughs) So anyway, that's all I got today. And uh, thanks for listening guys. I appreciate it. Uh, It is July 6th and Joe Biden is by far the worst president in American history. Let's go Brandon. As always, thanks for listening to The Average Joe Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong.